first off, whatever anybody tells you that their time frame is, because we always we need to get their expectations and what their time frames are, right? right? So whatever they tell you, cut that in half and that and then set that as the target time frame. So if somebody tells me a year, boom, now that means six months. So with a six month time frame, you know, um, um, and as it gets closer under that six months, it gets more frequent. But let's just say, you know, just going off your example, if they tell me a year, that's gonna mean six months. So on that at that point, okay, of course I've I've identified because look, let me let me even take a step back from there before I get in the process. I do not give a shit if they're looking tomorrow or three months or six months or two years or five years. Because I plan on being here. We talked about this earlier, playing the long game. Long game. I clients in two years. I need clients in five years. I'm just here to develop as many relationships, whatever their timetable is. I don't care. I just want to be their realtor of choice. You know, when, just like with agent recruiting, I don't care. Like when they want to join me, because at some point, yeah, I want them to join me. So the question is this, how do most agents succeed in today's competitive real estate market when all the successful agents are keeping the secrets to themselves? So that's the question and this podcast will give you the answer. I interview agents from all over the world. I ask them their tactics and they share all of their secrets with me so we can give them to the world. I'm Aaron Amuchastegui and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Welcome back to the Real Estate Rockstars podcast. I'm Shelby Johnson, and I am not here with your normal host today, Aaron Amuchastegui. He's in Alaska, so I am hijacking entirely. And because of that, I got to handpick exactly who I wanted to interview today. So I'm super excited to have Joshua Smith on the show, who's a total badass in every way. Joshua, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for, for inviting me. Thank you for having me. I'm so stoked and honored to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun. Dude, I love that. And I love that you you were already on the show back in 2016, but the, it has been long enough. It is time for round two. Um, so real quick, before we jump in, I'm going to hit listeners with some quick stats so they know who they're listening to. And then we can jump into the nitty gritty. So Joshua Smith, you have been licensed since 2005, started your team in 2006, and have the team has sold over 7,000 homes. And last year alone, the GCI, not volume, GCI was 4.7 million. And you are out of Phoenix, Arizona, 30 full-time agents. But you also have done like everything else under the, the sun. You have the coaching program and you created a CRM and you just overall are systems oriented. And so, dude, like what haven't you done? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot, right? There's so many things to do, you know, and, and that's the hardest part about life. When people tell me they're bored, I'm like, how the fuck can you possibly be bored in this life, man? There's just yeah. so many things to do, so many books to read, so many cool people to have conversations with, um, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, you know, I, I feel like I've been in this industry now for tw uh, almost 20 years. I was just having a conversation with my wife not too long ago about this, but I'm like, I, you know, I feel like the, this first, almost first 20 years, like, you know, cause I just turned 40 and I was like, I feel like my first 40 years of my life has just been that warm up, that not necessarily warm up, but setting those solid foundations that I need to become the person, the, the leader, the foundation, you know, just, just the laying that foundation that I need to now accelerate and create what it is I was meant to go out there and create. Like, I feel like I'm just getting started. That's, so to me, that alone is like crazy because if you look at, literally, I read maybe, you know, one quarter of what you sent over as what you've done so far. You know, most people would go their whole lives and be like, I, you know, haven't done nearly 
as much as that and you are like just getting started. So, yeah, you know, I think so a big cool. part of that too is, is always raising that your inner circle, man, like, like who are you spending time with? Who are you, you know, I do everything I can to hang out in rooms and, and be as close in proximity to people that I can, where I feel like a freaking ant, you know, yeah. where, where I'm like, I want to be the dumbest, poorest, worst shape, you know, like dude in, in the rooms that I get involved in. And it creates so much inspiration. It just shows you how much more is capable and what's available out there. And, you know, and, and I, I learned this a long time ago, but it was, you know, in the beginning, I used to set these goals where it was like, okay, you'd set this goal and then you'd achieve it. But then when I achieved yeah. that goal, it never had like the feeling I thought. It was like, oh, you know, whatever's an income goal or an award goal, you know, you got there and it was just like, okay, well then what's next? You know, so for me, a long time ago, I learned, man, I got to set goals that don't have finish lines, you know? Um, um, so, you know, what, what, what's the goal of life? What's the, you know, what am I trying to do here and build? And, and that's just led to a lot of bigger thinking and thought processes. Dude, you are killing me because I came into this with like very specific things I was going to ask you, but already based on that, I like, I want to segue a little bit. So like, Okay. Hypothetically, people are listening to this podcast, they're agents, and they are looking to level up. Um, how are you getting into those rooms consistently? Like, you know, getting with the next level of people, how are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's a process, you know, like when, when you want to go and, and get access to that, you know, badass mentor, let's just say, you know, yeah. um, uh, well, look, these people are extremely busy. They're extremely successful. Like, like, okay. One, one of my top personal and business mentors. You know, I mean, he just sold his last company for 792 million. You know, he makes $36,000 an hour, 24, you know, $36,000 an hour, 24, seven, like in his sleep, like, you know, so, so, okay. I mean, you could do the calculation on that. Like, okay. It's very difficult to get access to something like this. Time's so valuable. You know, um, you know, he's got an organization with hundreds of thousands of people involved in it and you know, he's got a family and, you know, uh, uh, so you got to chase them like you're chasing the biggest client of your life, you know, and, and being intentional about what can I do to contribute? What can I do to add value? You know, you're not going to, I mean, for some, like in the, in the very beginning of my real estate career, um, even before I got licensed, I think one of the reasons why I had so much success out of the gate is I got very intentional about studying the, the top producers on my market and asking to take them out to lunch and, you know, all of those things. So the day when I got started, boom, I had a game plan. And, and, you know, I mean, there's a level of people that might be ahead of you that, okay, hey, look, you can just ask for a conversation with them. You can ask to go out to, to lunch. Um, but then as you keep leveling up with these things, it gets harder and harder to get into those rooms and, and have those conversations. So, you know, I, I just, I, I've always believed in leading with contribution, you know, so thinking about what can I do? Like, here's an example. So I had a mentor or I have a mentor of mine who's turned into a great friend. Um, uh, but I saw on Facebook because I was following her on Facebook at the time and she had posted out there, um, hey, does anybody know any badass WordPress developers? Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I do. You know, so I messaged her. I'm like, what are you, what are you needing? What are you looking for? What she didn't know is I have several WordPress developers that work for me at the time. Um, so I was like, okay, let me see what she's looking for. And then let me just go out there. And I went to my team and we just built it out. I had them drop everything. I'm just like, I want you to build this out, have it delivered, have it epic, blow her mind. I want it done within 72 hours. You know, so she thought I was just going to, to get her contact information. And then I'm like, here it is. Here's what you want here. It's built out for you, Dude. you know, and, and what did that cost me a few grand, you know, yeah. um, uh, and, and there, don't get me wrong. I don't want to, 
there was a time where 500 bucks was a ton of money to me. So I, I don't want to act like a few grand isn't a lot of money, you know, cause I know we're all at different spots, you know, but that's just an example of, you know, leading from contribution of, and look, there was no guarantee with that. You know, um, the yeah. mentor I was just telling you about Ryan Blair, uh, you know, I've always wanted him on my podcast and that's where our relationship started, but I couldn't get him on the podcast. I mean, for like years straight, just couldn't get him on the podcast. He's too damn busy. Well, I saw he was coming out with a new book and, and, you know, mm-hmm. I loved his first book. Um, so then I went and pre-ordered a hundred copies, but the most that they would allow me to pre-order, which I think was a hundred copies. <laughs> so then I reached out to his PR team and I'm like, look, I'm going to do a promo. I want to get him on the podcast. I'm going to do a promo. Um, I'm going to give away a hundred of his books for free. Um, but anybody that watches the podcast in order to get the free book, um, they have to go buy his first book, give him a five-star review, shoot me that receipt. And then I'm like, I'm going to send them uh, 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 then a copy of his book on my own dime. Plus, I'm going to send them a get shit done GSD mode t-shirt. I'll pay for the shit. And I'll pay for- so just to set that up and get him on my podcast was like 15 grand. You know, um, but dude, it led to an amazing epic relationship that we still have now today. And we've stayed in contact. So, you know, and, and, and look, you can pay to get in the rooms, you know, like, like Darren Hardy's high performance forum is, is amazing room to get into, you know, um, you know, if you go through like the VIP experience, it's like 13 grand for two and a half days. And, yeah. you know, and I've seen sit in that room with guys like Dave Linegar, you know, the founder of, of Remax International and, you know, all these nine figure, you know, business owners and some 10 right. figure, you know, just crazy stuff. So, well, but it's about being intentional. Intentional and uh, relentless sounds like, you know, it's like if you would have just asked, they would have been like, no, or they did, you know, in that example where you wanted to get in the room. I, what was his name? The guy who you pre-ordered all the books from? Uh, Ryan Blair. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he blew, he was like, no, I, I don't want to be on your pot. I'm too busy, all those things. But it was finding a way to, like you said, present value for yourself, but also show that you're absolutely relentless. I know, like, from the perspective of a newer agent who's looking for a mentor, it's like, there's a million new agents and they all went to mentor and, you know, 87% fail out rate or quit rate really by year two. So like the return on the time and the energy is not there. Um, Something that I did my first year that worked really well, like hypothetically, if you don't have the money or the staff is um, instead of asking for them to train me, I just asked to exist in their presence. So like, you know, hey, I am not in exchange for your development, but can I sit in the room with you when you're on the call going over the repair request with your agent? Can I ride in the car with you on the way to the listing appointment. I don't want any extra time. I just want to be around you and absorb everything I can. But I think it all goes back to, like you said, being intentional, knowing what you want, being relentless to find it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And there's always that value exchange. You know, one of my, actually one of my, my first kind of agent mentors, you know, she was, uh, an, you know, older gal in my office that just dominated her geo farm. And she crushed it with open houses. And, and when I say dominate the geo farm, you know, like 50 plus percent market share and just is a, is a beast, you know? Um, yeah. And I was like, Hey dude, I need to learn from that lady. Um, well, I was 23 when I first got in the industry, you know, technology was just starting to come into, you know, real estate at that point, you know, so, so, you know, I, I had more tech savviness than she did, you know? Um, so I went to her and I proposed, I was like, Hey, you know, I want you to, I, I want to learn from you. I want you to teach me your open houses. I want to be able to have the opportunity because she had all these listings. And I was like, I need listings to sit open houses on, you know, I'll become your tech guy. You know, so we, you know, there was an equal, equal trade there. I taught her tech, made sure her computers were set up. I taught her, I mean, 
like this was before smartphones and all this stuff was coming out and, you know, um, um, you know, so there, there was that exchange there, you know, another one of my mentors, like look for where they need help. And again, just add that value, you know, and, and even if it's as simple as, okay, hey, I want to shadow you doing this open house. Um, um, I'll be a fly in the wall. I'll just be your assistant. I'll do, I'll set up all your signs for you. I'll go do all the legwork. I'll do like, use me however you want to use me. I just want to watch you in action. You know, um, uh, one of my great business mentors today, you know, I, I, I realized that it was like, dude, I wanted to access to, I realized that he had been struggling for years with obesity, um, which I did as well at one point, you know, um, lost over a hundred pounds. And so I went through that journey personally. I know what that's like. Um, so, th you know, so through some mutual friends, I'm like, Hey man, like just let him know that if this is something he's struggling with, just share my story with him. Um, and let him know I'd be happy to help him and happy to watch. So it wasn't anything about business. It wasn't any about anything about that. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I don't hear from the guy for several years. Then all of a sudden I get a private message from him and, and, you know, he reached out to me. He's like, man, I've been following you now on social media for a couple of years. I love your energy. I love everything you do, everything you're about. Um, Hey man, would you be willing to go to lunch for me? I've got some questions for you. You know, what? so I go to lunch with him and the whole thing is about, Hey man, I've been struggling with this, you know, but my, you know, I, I, I mean, he wasn't that old and he still had young kids and he's like, dude, my health is deteriorating fast and his heart and you know, all of this stuff. And he's like, man, I, I got to turn this thing around, but I don't know what to do. And I don't want to go through the whole surgery stuff. That's not the long-term fix. And, and so I, I started off that relationship by becoming his mentor, you know, and I played it off of like, Hey, look, dude, I will help you with this. I know exactly what to do. You know, I used to be a personal trainer and, and uh, I'm like, I, I will, I will write up your diet. I will write up your workouts. I will hold you accountable. But look, man, I got multiple businesses. I've got three young kids at home. I'm busy. So you got to promise me that you're not going to waste my time. <laughs> you know, so you're my, you know, talking to this dude with hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, um, um, but you know, I helped him lose over 80 pounds and, and made a big impact on his life. And, and, you know, so then now it's like, there's the not, door is open. <laughs> yeah, there's not a business issue that I, I would ever need help with that. He wouldn't answer my phone, you know, call on, totally. you know, right. Cause it's, it's not about like my focus. Cause I, early on, I learned that dude, it's all about relationships. Everything's about relationships. So I'm like, okay, I need to build this Rolodex, you know, to the point where any, any problem that I incur, I can, I know I have the right person in here to call, but it's not about just having the right person in there to call. It's okay. Are they willing to pick up your phone and yeah. pour into you to help give you that guidance and that information? So how do you develop and what do you do? You know, maybe you volunteer, find out they're involved in a charity, you, you, you donate time for that, whatever it is. Dude, for sure. And that's something that you've done. That's um, really interesting is you've been in it for, you know, 20 years, like you, like you just said, and you're playing a long game. So I feel like so many people play the short game and they're not willing to invest the energy into the relationships that is required for people to want to pick up the phone for you because they're looking ahead the next three months, six months, 12 months, maybe two years is a long-term play for them. But if you're looking, if you extend the time horizon and you understand that the value, you know, the, the amount of energy you put in today can pay off in five, 10, 15, 20 years, then maybe, but, but I know I could talk about this forever and I want to ask so many questions about like the weight, like the yep. whole, that whole journey, but I'm going to bring it back. So one of the things that I want to talk about today is your coaching business. And the reason why is because a lot of people are people, no matter where they are in their business, consider coaching and in their heads, they're like, dude, what does that even mean? Um, what do I even need to like, I don't, I don't know. Can you walk us through what your coaching program is yeah yeah so you know so i spent my first 10 years of of 
my career just building my real estate business, you know? Um, and then after that point, because to me, how I define a business is, is I can step away from it, disappear for two months or a year or however long that is. And it's running without my involvement. Um, so and, you know, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The frustrations that I had though, was the amount of time that it took. Um, and you know, I'd invested over a million dollars in hiring every coach under the sun and consultants. And, you know, I'm like, dude, it shouldn't have taken that much money, that much time. So then though, I go from working 80 hours a week to now, like I'm not working at all. I'm bored. I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, and I built up a pretty, you know, decent name for myself in the industry and I become the 30 top realtor in America and, and, you know, had some, you know, speaking on a lot of podcasts and stages and, you know, whatever at that point. So I had a lot of people reaching out, always asking me, Hey, do will you mentor and coach me? And it's like, Hey man, I'm build, you know, busy building my own business. I'm not, I don't do coaching, you know, but, um, um, so the, the, anyway, there was demand for it. Totally. And I was like, okay, I'm good at it. I love it because in order to build a successful real estate business, you know, you got to get damn good at coaching your agents to productivity, you know, whether it be a, a team or a brokerage or a combination thereof, you know, um, so I'm like, dude, that was the part that I fell in love with, with this business, you know? Um, so I was like, okay, I love it. I'm good at it. There's demand for it. So let me move forward with this. But I'm like, dude, I want to create the program I wished always existed, you know? So, um, uh, cause so many coaching programs out there, wasn't that the coaches that I had were bad, but it was just like, they, you get one piece of the puzzle. And then, and then you got to go find out this other piece and then this Dude. other piece and, exactly. you know, you know and, and, and so much of this just pigeonholes you into having a job, but not a business. And, and, you know, and then they have the whole upsell ladder model. So I was like, all right, like I want to create the most effective program that exists out there, but make it the most affordable. Anybody, even if you're brand new and you're broke, you can afford the program. And, you know, um, uh, but in order to do that, you know, I figured out a few things. Um, cause you know, now I've been doing this for eight years. I've coached and mentored over 5,000 realtors, team leaders, and brokerage owners. And, uh, you know, through that process, cause it comes down to, okay, that, that length of time, that speed. Okay. How can people replicate what took me 10 years to do and get that done in two years? Well, I found it's not enough to show people what to do and how to do it. Right. And that's imperative. But then we get so bogged down with the build out, you know, and, and, and that becomes that overwhelming process. So, you know, the blessed thing for me is I already have all this stuff built out in my business. So I'm like, let me show everybody exactly what to do, exactly step by step how to do it. But then let me just give them everything, give them all my processes, all my manuals, all my trackers, every drip, every script, every presentation, every piece of market material, all the way down to my employment contracts, agent contracts, you know, so, you know, my, my whole entire, you know, business operations model or our manual, um, you know, just give it to them. But then from there, okay, well then people still get stuck. So you have to have an abundance of support. So we figured out a way where everybody has daily access to me personally throughout the whole experience. Um, because then it's like, as shit comes up, like, even if you have a one-on-one -on -one coaching talk every week, it's like, okay, well, what about those other six days? Like we gotta be able to like squash this shit right up front, you know? So, um, you know, it's a combination of, of online live, um, we do, you know, group events, um, um, you know, plus per personal access, all of that. Okay. So you mentioned before that the coaching, the other pro coaching pro programs would have like one piece of the business, but then you had to go somewhere else, else for somewhere else. So like, do you have like, you know, hypothetically pillars of within the business that people go through or what do, what do you see as the most important pieces of the business that the agent has to tackle? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, look, you got to know when, cause here, here's the thing. The real estate game is the same for all of us. It does not change. It doesn't matter if you're brand new, like the, the game that I played my first year of real estate, you know, versus the game that I'm playing now today is the same game. I just have more people playing the game. You know, I, I have, you know, 110 brokerages, you know, nationwide plus my team plus, you know, like I've just got thousands of people now playing the game for me, you know, right. And, and with, not for me, but with me. Um, uh, so that's, the only, but the game itself is, is the same. So we got to know the game. 
got to master the game. So we got to know it. We got to understand it. We got to master the game. Then from there, we got to dial in our processes, make sure that we have those world-class dialed in processes wrapped into a system. Then we got to track each element of the game. Then eventually it just comes down to, okay, how big do you want to scale it? So then it's, it's the delegation model from there, you know? Um, uh, so then from there it, it's, you know, and, and that's where, you know, we've created it where it's like, okay, I have everybody from brand new agents, all the way through clients that own nine brokerages in six different states inside the program. Because I'm like, look, dude, the, again, the game is the exact fucking same. People yeah. just overcomplicate this. It's all the same shit. You know, it's just, okay, like now, okay, instead of me doing all my paperwork, okay, I got transaction coordinators, I got listing coordinators. Gotcha. Instead of me doing my agent recruiting, now I got recruiters, I got onboarders, I got, you know, agents, I got, again, it's just, it's just doing it at a bigger scale. That's the only difference. Okay, I was, I thought it was like, you know, Maybe that was broken down into like there's a marketing, you know, then there's sales, well, there then there's there like is. delivery. We have 12, 12 core sections. Yeah. Okay. We have 12 core gotcha. sections that we go through. So, you know, business planning, then to, you know, getting your tracking and all your systems in place, your CRM set up, then we, you know, lead gen, lead follow up. So it's, you know, it's all, I, I it's like a building block, right? Like all the, like, okay. you know, because we get, we, I mean, that's, but that's all part of the game. Like we got, those are our processes to go out there and play the game. Yeah. You got to know how to lead generate. Yeah. You got to know step by step lead follow up. Yeah. You got to know how to go out there and present. Yeah, you got to know how to go out there and lead the client process, get deals closed. Yeah, you got to know how to maximize and optimize and master that repeat referral game so you can maximize LTV. You know, yeah, yeah you got to master time management. You know, I mean, all of those things are, are critical components, but they apply to all of us. Okay, gotcha. That totally makes sense. And now that there's, I kind of got like an overview of the coaching. You mentioned before, before we hit record that the, um, let me actually get a direct quote. It's the the building the inbound attraction based on marketing funnels. So I feel like this is incredibly powerful to agents, no matter what level they're at. It's like that marketing piece or lead gen, whatever you want to call it, and then creating the system or machine that is that piece of the puzzle. I guess for, for you in, I guess we could either do the coaching program or for you personally, um, can you talk us through your marketing funnel? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And just so you know, I mean, it doesn't, because what I'm teaching the coaching program is just teaching what I'm doing in my own business. Right. So gotcha, it's, yeah. it's all, all the same. Right. So, um, also the you know, first thing that I want to say here, just to make it clear for, for everybody, at least in my experience, and, and I just eat, live, breathe real estate and have for two decades now. So, you know, it, it's the, so, you know, I'm pretty certain when I say this is that everything works, nothing doesn't. So it doesn't matter dude. if you want to be outbound base, if you want to be prospecting base, if you love the phones and love pounding the phones all day long, then good, go at it, right? It's just not, you, you got to understand what your strengths are, what you enjoy doing, what your passions are. Because again, we're blessed to be in an industry where you can go, there's thousands of things that work, you know, what works for you? You know, like, okay, like, like you couldn't pay me to go to a cold coin conference. Yeah. Not that it doesn't work. I just fucking hate it. You well, know, but I love it. Inbound marketing style Perfect. where people come to me, you know, okay, we're going to ask questions. I was going to say, like, let's pick one and then let's just go yep. deep on the one. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when it comes to inbound, you know, I just realized, okay, like, like, you know, I'm an introvert by nature uh, and, and, and I hate high pressure sales. So I'm like, okay, I want people coming to me that are reaching out to me, that are raising their hand, that are excited to talk to me, whether it be an expired, whether it be a FISBO, whether it be a short sell, whether it be a buyer, whether it be a seller, whether it be an investor, you know, um, that's my protocol, my style, you know, um, and then from there also it, it comes to those value adds, you know, um, uh, it's like one of the most effective strategies that we do now today that is the highest converting lead source that I've ever seen to exist out there outside of 
you know, past client, like repeat referral business. Right. Um, but as far as new business, um, is YouTube, like, like, I mean, you were talking like just average mediocre results are 20% conversions. Like if you get really good at this, we're talking 40% Damn. conversions on resources, you know? Um, and then you got to also remember that the, the higher the ticket item, the longer the sales cycle, but the more experiences people need to have with you, you know? So in high ticket items, I mean, it's just proven now in, 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 in just marketing behavior that people need to on average spend about seven hours with you and with your content, you know, before they'll actually make an actual commitment decision, you know? So like with YouTube, it's just a great way to get them to know you like, because what's the game? Get people to know you like you, trust you, follow it frequently and or keep your message in front of them frequently, your business continues to grow. Oh. Um, and and the, the other thing I love about inbound is it's so much more scalable. You know, I can have a thousand people watching a video um, and whether that be online, whether it be, you know, on YouTube or Facebook or, or you know, I mean, there's so many different mediums and platforms out there, you know, um, and I, I, I don't know if you had any follow-up questions, but I, I'll, Otherwise, I'm just going to rip and keep going. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. So uh, just to summarize what I heard so far, which I love, is that with you, so hypothetically, if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, yeah, sure, everything works. How do I choose my strategy, right? So you personally identified what was an authentic, authentic fit for your personality, being an introvert. You identified exactly who you wanted to talk to, and then you devised a plan to be the most authentic fit and talk to the target audience that you're specifically looking for. And I, I just feel like that is really powerful because a lot of people will just shotgun approach, which in the beginning, you don't know, you know, what you like and what you don't. Um, but once you do, you can gear your entire lead gen marketing strategy around what is the best fit for you. Um, so yeah, okay, cool. And then we're, we're talking about specifically, I think if we did it on YouTube, that would be great. So YouTube being scalable and the seven hours of your content before they actually commit freaking genius. Okay. Now continue ripping. <laughs> okay. So if we stay on YouTube and remember, it doesn't need to be YouTube because it, yeah. it's just inbound. Like, okay, my expired strategy is letter strategy. It's just a series of letters, but now I get expired. It's calling me saying, Hey, Hey, we're, in, we're thinking about, you know, listing our home. We'd like you to come to our house and meet with us. You know, would you be willing to do that? Like, that's what I want my clients doing. I want them to want to talk to me, want to meet me. They're scheduling the calls. They're, you know, um, uh, and it's just the way I love doing business. I hate, you know, I hate, I hate chasing. I want to attract, right? So attraction based. Yeah. So then, and, and the reason why I want to bring that up is, is cause this can apply to anything, you know? Um, but if we stay on the YouTube, uh, uh, space here, just cause YouTube is so powerful. You know, when we look at YouTube, first of all, it's like, okay, what kind of content do we create on YouTube? Okay. Well, just understanding. And I know in our industry, Zillow has got a bad name. People perceive Zillow as the enemy, whatever, you know, um, uh, you know, it's a different topic, but, uh, it's like, okay, but we know they're the juggernaut over a hundred million unique visitors every single month. It's like, okay, but what can people go on Zillow and find? They can find everything about the house itself. What can't they find? It's like, okay, we got our lives inside the house and then we got this whole life outside of the house. So, so be what Zillow can't deliver, right? With your YouTube channel. So it's like, okay, what's it like living in, in XYZ city? What are the schools like? What are the neighborhoods like? What's, what am I going to do for fun? What, what are the activities and recreational activities that we can do with our kids and our family and, and know your ideal client, right? You're like, you got to know who you're speaking to and you're creating content for your ideal client. So, you know, whether that be, you know, veterans, whether it be, you know, second time move up buyers with young families, or if you're, you know, niches, baby boomers that are downsizing, like you're creating content that, that speaks specifically to your ideal client. So when you're creating a video as an example, like you're not speaking to many, 
Just visualize you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with your ideal client and you're speaking directly to them. But that, that marketing message match needs to be there. But that's the kind of content that you're creating, you know, like videos that crush, you know, top 10 reasons to live in XYZ city, pros and cons of living in XYZ city, uh, 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 you know, caught. I already talked about, I think, cost of living in. So you got cost of living in. Yeah. You know, um, so all the, all, again, all that lifestyle stuff, area right. style vlog, you know, all the shit to do, all of that stuff, you know, and then from there, um, um, so that gives you an idea of, of topics, you know, um, but then from there, it's like anything that you do, I want everybody to understand. I already said this earlier, but everything works, nothing doesn't. So if you are having resistance with anything that you are doing, it's not the thing that doesn't work. I mean, how many times do we hear that? Oh, open house. I tried them. They don't work for me. Oh, I tried Facebook ads. They don't work for me. No, it's you like, just fucking- You're the problem. <laughs> yeah, you suck at it. It's like when people tell yeah. me that. Oh, I, I tried dieting and working out. It just doesn't work for me. I'm like, dude, it, you know, it. the calories, the weight measurement, it's kind of physics. Like it's maybe science. you just had the wrong diet. Yeah. You know, right? Um, uh, so anyway, you know, with that, so you, it, there's, there's an art to it, you know, um, when it comes to the video framework. You know, so when I'm doing it, you know, the video framework, it's like, okay, you got to grab their attention. So, so what, what is that, that hook, that attention yeah. grabber in the beginning, you know, um, uh, okay. Then we're going to make sure that attention hook grabber should then lead into, or include the title of the video. Then we'll get into a quick, you know, less than 10 second intro with the CTA. Um, then we'll get into the meat of the content and with the meat of the content, you know, uh, encouraging engagement. So comments and whatnot. Um, then we lead to the ending CTA, you know, cause if you're not asking for business and guiding and, and, and walking people through this, like, okay, yeah. so, quick, so well, know, wait, the, quick CTAs for us calls to action. What, what are a good example? Hey listeners, Aaron here. I just want to tell you about something I'm super, super excited about. You know, a couple months ago, I had a bunch of people in my office in Austin and I taught what I called my foreclosure masterclass. It was to teach investors how to make money with the stressed real estate investing through foreclosures and other sorts of leads that are out there of people that are desperate to sell or need to sell and maybe they don't even know it yet and that process. Well, we had so much fun when people, everyone came to the office. So many people said they wanted to do it again. I recorded the class. It's now live and available for purchase. So if you're interested in learning about becoming an investor and learning about becoming an investor agent, being able to educate yourself uh, some more around foreclosures, about distressed real estate and how to get those, go to the foreclosuremasterclass.com, the foreclosuremasterclass.com. All right, back to the podcast. So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, click subscribe. At the end of the day, subscribers don't matter anymore. It just, it just is irrelevant. So I mean, you can have little pop-ups, but I do that like in the video editing, if you're going to do that. The call to actions are like letting people know that you're in real estate. Like if people don't know, hey, you know, as, as much as I love making these videos and, and, and updating you about or, or informing you about all the amazing things to do here in Phoenix, Arizona, I love even more helping my amazing clients with their real estate needs and goals. So if there's anything I can do to serve and support you and your family that accomplish your real estate goals, my contact information below feel free to call text email anytime oh okay love that because that applies to across all platforms not just youtube but like i feel like that's very consistent where people sometimes have no issue putting out content but they really struggle with asking for the business consistently and it's like what's the point of doing the freaking content you're not going to ask for the business but okay so you've done the video we've identified your avatar the topics the hook the call to action. And at this point, they've watched seven hours of your face and they're like, Joshua Smith is the dude for me. And they go, where can we talk from this point? We have the inbound. Where do they go through your funnel? Yeah. So, um, and this is just going to depend on, on how you want to set it up. I mean, for me, I prefer to, to schedule a Zoom call. Now I give them the option, hey, you can call, text, email, you know, or below if you want to schedule a, a Zoom call with me. 
you know, and you have your Calendly link right in there. Um, uh, now, where YouTube, it doesn't mean that it only is going to work for this, but where YouTube really excels is for reloads. You know, so if, if you're in Phoenix thinking about moving to North Carolina, it's like, okay, I can go see the homes in North Carolina, but I don't know shit about the neighborhoods. I don't know shit about the schools. I don't know what, you know, the stores, the shopping. The So you're going to go on YouTube because we're 2,000 miles away to see what's it like living there. You know, yeah. um, uh, you know, so, so the golden rules treat others how they want to be treated or treat, treat others how you want to be treated. The platinum rules treat others how they want to be treated, right? Totally. So I just give yeah. them the option, right? So, you know, call, text, email. Um, um, so however they're going to get in touch with me, then boom, like it's, it's speed. And when I say it's speed, the great thing about these is because look, people that, what I love about YouTube is people that don't like you, that don't connect with you, they're not going to reach out. It's people right. that like you, that connect with you, they're going to reach out. You know, they're, 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 so it's not like a, a Zillow live connect where it's like, dude, if you're not reactive, you're fucked and you're going to, you're going to lose money hand over fist, you know? Um, uh, well with this, okay. Like I'm going to get back to them as quick as I possibly can. Hopefully that same day, you know, uh, with that. And again, this is why I like the calendar link because they can just schedule it. And that's what yeah. most of ours do, you know? Um, but then sometimes too, a lot of them will, cause like it's on YouTube. Okay. They'll get to know me as the realtor on YouTube. Cause I'm not sharing stuff about personal life, but then they might follow me on Instagram or follow you on, on Facebook. And then they might come in from a DM on that way too. You know, right. So all these kind of, you know, you got the social media ecosystem that kind of all lives together. Um, um, but then from there, I mean, I look, the, the point of every lead is to set an appointment, right? So I am just going to fall up as quickly as I possibly can lead that process, set an appointment, right? Um, um, and, that, and, and an I, appointment I, for you is the zoom. That's the initial, or what yeah, is an appointment? I, yeah, so is it look, is it in person, or what is an, What are you defining as an appointment? So an appointment. So okay, you got appointment set, and then you got appointment conduction. So an appointment set is okay. We've set a physical appointment, whether that be virtual or whether it be in person. Um, I mean, I prefer them to be virtual, even if they're local. Just and, and most clients prefer that too because there's yeah. an element of comfort there, and it's just you know quicker and, and easier and and whatnot. But I dude, I don't care. I like I don't care if it's over zoom or if it's face to face, you know, like I just want the appointment. Right. Cause if I, if I like what, what's okay, you, you got to go out there and generate leads. Leads exist to go out there and set appointments. Appointments set exist to conduct them. Conductions exist to generate clients, clients to under contract, under contract, to commission check, pass client repeat now becomes your number one lead source. Right. Dude, so we're going to have to like slow that down. <laughs> and the, but no, it's so, great. It's great. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm just, you know, cause I know we could jam us for hours, but we right. have a short window of time. So I'm trying to squeeze all this in here, but, um, you know, uh, uh, so with that, again, I don't care, but how do I define? Cause definitions are important in our business. Right? Yes. So an appointment is, okay, I've set an appointment to, to educate and have a conversation. Well, okay. Let me even simplify it more than that. I've set an appointment with the intent for me to convert them into a client, you know, so I'm going to go through good goal discovery, what their expectations are, what their timelines are, what they're looking to go out there and accomplish, you know, um, cause how can you serve and support a client unless you have extreme clarity on what they want and what's most important to them. So totally. the appointment is the next, you know, natural progression of the process. Right. But then from there, yeah, I'm going to pitch my, my services and I'm going to get a buyer broker agreement signed or a listing contract at that appointment. I'm vetting to make sure that they're ready, willing, able, and committed. Okay. Okay, cool. So we got it from the call to action. We got it to the appointment. My my question is when they to backtrack slightly, um, when they come in as the they can schedule a calendly, they can text, call, or email. What is your process from that to a CRM or automated type of or does it come to like your phone and then you're like inputting it into your CRM? Like what does that piece look like? 
You know, it, it depends how, like, okay, if they call or if they text, then it's going to be a manual input. If they book a Calendly link, you know, because you can just create a zap into any major CRM out there, you know, through Zapier. So that's very easy to get them auto dumped into the CRM and then, you know, trigger, uh, you know, a, a, a conduction sequence, right? Because if we set the appointment, we got to make sure it can, you know, conducts industry average is 50%. You know, we strive for 75% or greater in, in our team, you know, so we got to make sure that we've got to dial an appointment confirmation process to get them to show up for that appointment. So, um, so yeah, sometimes it's manual input, you know, um, if they physically reach out, um, but if they schedule a Calendly or, or if they do some type of intake online form, okay, I can have them auto dumped in there. Okay. I love that you also said zap. Um, I know it's Zapier. I don't, I don't, know which yep. way to pronounce it but uh i know it's been out there for a long time i just went like super deep into it yesterday and that shit is amazing so if you've not looked into zapier zapier whatever.com mm -hmm. you need to google it because it automates a lot of those like manual uh inputs that you have to do because technology is fucking cool um but okay next question so so let's say hypothetically they're not ready and they came in and you had an appointment with them and they're going to be ready in like a year. So however they get into your CRM, great. But what is your like touch point follow up um, nurture process look like from from that point for the next 12 months? -ish? Yeah, yeah. So, um, OK, first off, whatever anybody tells you that their time frame is, because we always we need to get their expectations and what their time frames are. Right. So right. whatever they tell you, cut that in half. And that, and then set that as the target time frame. So if somebody tells me a year, boom, now that means six months. So with a six month time frame, and as it gets closer under that six months, it gets more frequent. But let's just say, you know, just going off your example, if they tell me a year, that's going to mean six months. So on that, at that point, okay, of course I've, I've identified because look, let me, let me even take a step back from there before I get in the process. I do not give a shit if they're looking tomorrow or three months, or six months, or two years, or five years. Because I plan on being here. We talked about this earlier, playing the long game. Long game. I clients in two years. I need clients in five years. I'm just here to develop as many relationships, whatever their timetable is. I don't care. I just want to be their realtor of choice. You know, when, uh, just, just like with agent recruiting, I don't care. Like when they want to join me, just at some point, yeah, I want them to join me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, so anyway, then from there, um, uh, okay, I've also then identified what they're looking for. So I'm going to set them up on instant property alerts through my CRM. So that's happening. So they're, you know, getting, you know, hopefully daily or, or with lower inventory, it might be several times a week, but they're getting those instant property alerts. Um, then from there, I have five and a half broadcast emails that I do every single month to every single human being that's inside my CRM. So we do a Monday motivation message. Nothing well, this about This is real true because I got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. So yeah. So, so, you know, the Monday motivation is just, uh, you know, Hey, happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. As always, I like to start the week off right with some words of motivation, inspirational, motivational quote image, you know, um, and, and, you know, it's one of my highest converting things that, that because dude, people are just so freaking depressed and unhappy and, and just, you know, Mondays suck for most people, you know, so it has nothing to do with real estate. Um, then from there we do, you know, seven, the seven primary holidays, you know, just a happy holiday. So, Hey, wishing you and your family a happy 4th of July. I hope it's amazing. You know, whatever. Now with those, you always want them going out the morning of the holiday. So when I send out like a Merry Christmas, what does everybody else do? Like you got to think about, okay, everybody that's in your system is in 12 other people's systems as well. So what the fuck is everybody else doing and differentiate yourself and be different? The same shit. You know, yeah. so, so, you know, when I do a Merry Christmas, it's like going out on Christmas morning at 10 AM. By that time, they're probably done with their opening gifts with kids, you know, or whatever. Everybody else is sending that 
the the you know, last business day of it floods inboxes dude the response rate is insane on the mornings of the holidays you know and you can you can schedule this stuff so i go on my perfect uh you know crm which i use perfect storm i schedule it put that in there so i don't have to like message them on christmas morning um uh, and then we do you know a, a monthly market update video that's just generalized of what's going on in the market you know so that ends up being five and a half broadcast emails Right. Then I have them like every lead in my system goes on a thousand day email tech strip campaign and they're going to stay on that email tech strip campaign until they become a client. So they're also getting email text follow-ups, just check-ins and, and, you know, and, and don't just go out there and adopt whatever blanket generic fucking drip is in your CRM. Like give value add content. People are always like, well, how, dude, how do I get good open rates? I'm like, Write shit that people have value Give a fuck has about. A value that they want to read. Yeah. You know, right. Like I get like 60% open rates, dude. Like, okay. Like when I'm walking through like, you know, subject line of why you should never, um, or, or, you know, why you might not want to pay, pay, uh, you know, why you may not want to pay as much as you're qualified for when buying a home. Yeah. And then I walk them through a budget. I walk them through, Hey, here's how your lender goes out there and deciphers and articulates what your loan to value ratio is, but they're not taking into account. Hey, do you want to, what's your future saving plans? You know, do you have kids that you want to save for their college for? Do you have okay. kids that like, you, you know, like all of those things, right? Um, well, and then one last thing, so I don't forget. Yeah. So I got yeah. a thousand eight email text strip. Then I've got my phone calls, right? Um, so then at this point, um, in this situation, somebody that tells me a year out, they're going to get a phone call from me at, at worst. So my CRM is going to task me every 30 days to get them on the phone. Now, there can be more frequent calls on that based on how those calls go. But worst case scenario, they're also hearing with me from a phone call every 30 days. Then I'll also try to connect with them on social media. So now they're seeing, you know, because I post 27 pieces of content a day between all platforms. So they're like, they're not going to get away from me. Dude, listening to you, I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> not really. Like, I, I fucking love your energy, but I'm trying to channel an agent who is listening to all of these things. So I just wanted to do a reminder, you know, that... You have been in this industry for years and years and years. And, you know, that although it's what's the saying? It's like you don't eat an elephant in a bite. Wait, one bite. Yeah, one bite at a time. <laughs> you are <just> one <laughs> fucking bite at a time. So yeah, if you're listening, don't freak out. You don't have to do all of this overnight. And realistically, um, Joshua, this takes years to build out to the point no, that it's it, it takes a Sunday afternoon. It, it takes a like, Sunday I, afternoon. I'll just, I'll just be like extremely blunt. Like, like so many people create so many excuses through overwhelm, which is just a bullshit excuse, right? Like, okay, go, go. Yeah. I know as I'm spitting it out, it might sound complex, Yeah. but with the, te the technology today, everything I just said there outside of, okay, when, when I, I just click a button inside my serum, when I add them, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I have to write the email. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You, know? you said, don't use the generic bullshit ones. And in order to create valuable content, you have to think and you know what I mean? So, well, so I'm, nah, I'm discounting. You know, okay. okay, I can go to again technology today. I can go to Chat GPT and I can create a sequence pretty damn fast. Okay. You know, um, um, so okay, and, and let me take a step back from yeah. that, right? So I have my my CRM automatically sending out the emails and texts. There's five and a half mass emails that I'm doing. Yeah. That's a mass email. So yeah, I got to write the Monday motivation message, which takes me three minutes to do, but I can send that out to 90,000 people and, and with one yeah. click. Well, and I guess that you all know, depends right? on who but, you're talking to. So if someone doesn't even have a CRM yet, that whole, you know what I mean? Well, so why, why I, I'm, I'm talking about maybe they're brand new or maybe they have been living on an Excel spreadsheet. There still is build out required to do these things. 
Um, which that's the only point that I was going to say. But yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. There is no excuses. I'm totally with you. Fucking get shit done mode. Be more. I'm fucking with you. Okay. Um, okay, question. So we did the 1,000-day email text campaign, and you're doing phone calls. You Do you also... Okay, question about phone calls versus texts. What are your thoughts there? Um, so so I do I do all of it because okay. you don't know how people want to communicate. Now, once I get in touch with them, if they tell me that they hate texts, yeah. I always ask people because, again, the, the gold rules treat others how you want to be treated. The platinum rules treat others how they want to be treated. You know, um, uh, so... I ask, what's your preferred way of communication? So then I'll, I'll try to abide by that as long as, as I can. Sometimes I can't, you know. Um, but then from there, it, it's, a, it's a combination of all of the above, right? So when I'm doing my phone calls, it's phone call. Most times I'm getting their voicemail. So then I video, uh, leave a voicemail. And then I follow that with a personalized video text message, right? So again, thinking of how do I differentiate myself? How do I set myself up apart? So if all of a sudden I'm like, hey, Shelby, Joshua Smith here insert whatever that, you know, essentially it's the same thing I left in that voicemail, you know, but you know, I'm, I'm stating your name. You can tell it's not an automated thing. Yeah, Plus you're, you're seeing, seven my hours. Name, seeing my face, you know, yep. right. The next best thing from being face to face is video. And then when you're looking at text, what, like a 98% open rate, I don't know what the other 2% that don't open them do, but it's like, they're going to get delivered. People are going to see them. Yeah. Hey, real estate rock stars. We only have a few minutes left in this episode, but before we get to the grand finale, I just wanted to say, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. You know, podcasts are obviously free. You don't have to pay to listen to the podcast, but if you could pay one thing, if I could charge you one thing to listen to this podcast, what I would ask you to do is go, please make a review. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's on YouTube or on Apple or Android, wherever you listen to podcasts, and go give me a review of the podcast. I read them. I listen to them. I try to make adjustments. You know, a couple of years ago, I had a ton of bad reviews on the sound quality or the number of advertisements, things like that. And I've really tried to dial in to add value for all of you guys. So please, please, please go do a review. If you want to get a, a copy of the toolbox of the stuff that you know everybody that comes on the show, they give us some tactics. They give us something that we put in what we call our toolbox. And so to get that, you go to realestaterockstarsnetwork.com. When you get there, click on the, the toolbox and you get access to the free gift that every person that we interview on the episode provides. There's things like, you know, uh, listing tactics, how to do a presentation, you know, how to do a newsletter, all sorts of cool, fun stuff. And if you want to talk to me, go find me on Instagram at Aaron Amuchastegui. Ask me a question. I talk to so many of you guys on there. All right. Back to the show. Thanks again for being a listener. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. And from there, it is just follow up for a thousand days. And then if they don't do anything from there, they are dead. Or is it just nope. follow up till till you die personally? Or <laughs> yeah, so, like? so in the, remember the, the thousand day, and I know I went fast on this, the thousand, that's just the, the automated email and drips going out. You know, all the other stuff is indefinite and goes on, you know, indefinitely. Um, um, but then from there, like, okay, as soon as that thousand day, if I haven't converted them in a thousand days on that, I restart that plan over and treat them as a brand new lead. You know, um, like, so like we just had, cause I've been doing Facebook ads very heavily since about 2015 and we, we just converted and closed our longest Facebook ad, our lead that we had in our system. That was in our system for six years. You know, um, now this person, they never replied to an email. We never were able to get them on a phone. You would have made the assumption that that was as cold of a dead of a lead as possible. But then when they, you know, eventually reached out, they're like, Hey, thank you so much for staying in touch. 
Now, I mean, we had stopped the phone calls at that point. If yeah. I don't get a hold of them, okay, those, well, depending on what that timeline is, one, like, okay, if I don't establish a timeline, if it's a brand new lead, I haven't established that timeline, you know, I'm going to call them same day, then every other day for the first 14 days, and every 21 days for the first year, my system's going to automatically tell me when to do those phone calls. Um, but if I don't get them on the phone and get a hold of them after the first year, the phone calls just stop. I'll let everything else automated go in and pick, yeah. pick up, you know, pick up on that stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, we, as I mentioned earlier, a lead exists inside your system to set an appointment with them. So, from, you know, and, and maybe it's more aggressive than most people's approach or, or whatever, but it's like, look, dude, if, if they're not going to eventually do business with me, then opt out and get out of my system. Right. Bye. Like when you know, I get opt outs, I don't look at it as a negative thing. I, they're doing me a favor by, by doing the sifting and sorting for me. Okay. I have one more question and then we'll have to shift a little bit over to wrap up. So as I'm listening to this, this is, you know, you mentioned we're doing YouTube video. They have the, all of the blasts within the CRM. You also mentioned 27 pieces of content on various platforms a day. So real quick, is there a way that you break up your day or recommend to agents who are doing inbound marketing and have the leads coming in and the follow-up? Like, is there a set amount of time that you recommend towards creation versus follow-up? I don't know, whatever you have in regard to structure of a day. Yeah, I mean, the great part about, about this is, look, you can block off two days a month and create all the content, you know, um, uh, when, when it comes to, you know, the things that we talked about here today. Um, but there, but I'll walk you through what I do. Right. Um, uh, so I get in the office early, I get my day start where there's no distractions. Um, and I have from 6am to 7am is where I create all the content that I have for that day that I need to go out. Cause I like to do my stuff more live time. Then, so that's going to be the content creation and the content scheduling from 6 to 7 a.m. So it's an undistracted time. So I have an hour blocked off a day for content creation. Um, and, and again, content creation, when I look at that, that also is pushing the content out there, right? Then from there, uh, I've got, because you talked about this earlier and 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 I 100% get what you were saying of how, what I was saying could be extremely overwhelming, you know? Um, but it's like, okay, well, people ask me, well, how did you come up with all these campaigns? Okay, well, I have what I call my daily power hour. And I've been doing this for years where I have one hour set aside every single day, five days a week, um, where I just chip away at building any type of systems or processes that I need. So make it early in the day or late in the evening where you have limited distractions. So when people are like, well, dude, I got to come up with the, all these email campaigns at once. No, yes. you just, just like if you, if you have, if you have 15 minutes a day, right? Okay. And you can write two campaigns a day. Well, if you're, if you have an email and a text going out, let's just say once a week. Okay. Well, if, if I'm writing two of those, you know, every day, well, I got two weeks of content that's created every day. So it's not like, you know, like you can, you know, ease into this stuff and, and create it over time. Right. right? As totally. you mentioned, you totally know, agree. one bite at a time. You yes, know, um, exactly. Yeah, you got, you know, because a common thing that I get from people is, Josh, I want to build a business like you built when it's inbound because they assume that it's going to be easy. Um, and, <laughs> and, 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 and look, it's more scalable. And yeah, but it's still time. Yeah. You know, my time is just spent in creating a lot of content and, and you know, getting that content out there versus pounding the phones all day. But, it, but, it, but they both take work. Like, like there's nothing that's really easy, you know, like coming up with a plan might be easy, but the execution on it is, you know. Right. And there's, there's, there's no way, dude, I hear that. I feel like I hear that all the time. Like people are looking for an easy button, 
But there is no easy button. Sure, there are ways that you can leverage and, you know, automate and all that stuff once it's built out. But like your face is the one on the videos. Like no one else can fucking put on your face mask and go fucking do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But with technology today, and I, I highly encourage everybody to, to pour into technology. And look, I, you know, people see me today and they, they're like, oh, Josh, you just, you're so tech savvy. Look, you guys are like, yeah, I'm a millennial, but I'm like the last year of the millennial generation without like, I, I was that cut off of being like my older brother's 18 months older than me is Gen X. I'm a millennial. You know, so I didn't like, I never owned a computer until I got into real estate. You know, um, uh, like I had to learn all this stuff as, as well. I'm not naturally tech savvy. I'm a very slow learner. You know, this stuff takes me a long time. Okay. Like I still can't understand Canva, right? It's too, too complicated. Like I, my mind doesn't get it. I, my, <laughs> hell, my employees, my agents make fun of me all the time, but guess what I do? I like pick monkey, which is, you know, I guess a competitive Canva. Like, okay, my mind gets that. Yeah. You know, so, so, you know, just pick, you know, but it's just learning one thing at a time, you know, when it comes to this stuff, but with things like chat GPT, you know, or, or Opus, right? Like, okay, you can go do, let's just say you're doing a 15 minute YouTube video um, about pros and cons or, or whatever your market. Okay. You can go take that video, that YouTube video, top it into Opus, yeah. right? Opus AI, and it'll automatically create all of your, your reels and your shorts, with all of the captions for you and do all the work for you, you know? Yeah. So there's so many amazing tools out there. And, and if you're not going to utilize, or like, if you don't want to learn how to do this stuff, look, I've never edited a video in my life. I have no idea how to edit a damn thing. Okay. Go out there and hire people then to go out there and do it for you. You know? Um, and and e even then it's like, okay, for less than a hundred bucks, I can go hire a, a video editor, you know, on, um, on Fiverr. Yep. Get them to create, you know, a badass high converting thumbnail, you know, edit the complete video. Like, it, 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 and, and okay, then from there, it's, oh, well, I can't afford that. Okay. Get, like, incorporate your vendors. I couldn't afford a CRM when I started. I went and talked my title company rep into buying a CRM for me. You yeah. know, um, um, and maybe that's not respite compliant today. I don't know. I'll get your fucking lender to pay for it for you. I mean, I own a CRM company. We have a lot of lenders, you yeah. know, that, that, um, you know, buy those systems or contribute those systems and, you know, uh, 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 you know, for that or split the cost with that. Cause, you know, we have a lender portal access that can have access to your leads too. So, you know, like there's, there's workarounds, right? Um, when I first got in a video, you know, this is when, uh, it's about 2012, so right after the great financial crisis where, where RESPA started cracking down and all these, like I used to get so much money from my title company and just get the world given to me for my you know, but then all these RESPA crackdowns, they're like, nope, no more of this. So my, my title rep was really worried about like, they're going to lose our business. And I was like, okay, here's how you can add value. Like go talk to your bosses, get them to invest in, uh, you know, badass camera for you, all the video editing software. I want to start doing video. I'm not going to edit them. You become our company video editors is our marketing, you know, title sales rep, uh, and, and help us grow our business that way. Like that's all rest yeah. compliant. And then boom, we scale that up. So there's ways to incorporate, well, there, you know, um, there's always a way to like, you know, I I'm listening to you and you have, um, not only like the relentless energy required, but also like the ideas that you've come up with for ways to still hit your end state, like meet your intent, whether or not the, the journey, the direct, you know, was the same. Like, I feel like those are probably some, some takeaways that, you know, most listeners could really fucking use because there's always a fucking way. Find a way to win. So, um, yep. question for wrap up question ish. Looking back, what advice would you give yourself as a rookie agent? What do you wish that you would have known? 
Yeah, the biggest mistake I made early on is well, there's two of them. Was is number one when I jumped in here, I just I just wanted to make money and I just focused on making money, which is good. Like I love money, so don't don't <laughs> don't think that I'm like you know I'm not one of these hippies that's you know oh, it's not about the money you know like money's a good thing. Um, uh, but I didn't focus. So what you focus on is where you wind up. So for, fast forward four years, you know, that at that point, I think I netted like 780 that year, did like 1.3 million GCI netted 780. And here I am in my, still my mid twenties. So I was, you know, making more money than I ever thought possible, but I was more miserable than I, I was working 4am to midnight every single day. So much stress. I just had a new kid at home and, and, and I would go three, four days straight without seeing my wife and my kid. And, and, and when I would see them, dude, I was so mentally and physically exhausted and stressed that I couldn't like, I might as well not even have seen them. You know, um, like I don't even remember her childbirth. I was physically there in the room. I cut the umbilical. I, I don't even remember it. You know, right. Um, so, so, you know, but the mistake that I made is, is I didn't treat real estate as this vehicle to go out there and create the life I ultimately wanted to create. So then I allowed, because I didn't have clarity on what I wanted, why I wanted, why it was important to me and leverage this real estate as a vehicle to create that. I then allowed myself to build myself into this prison that I was miserable with. So I was a very power. So I wished I would have, have got extreme clarity and, and had that understanding. You know, the other mistake is, is I didn't treat this as a business early on. You know, I didn't track my data. I didn't, you know, um, I, I didn't like at the end of the day, this is a business. Yeah. We're in sales and all of this stuff, but it's like, dude, this is a business. You know, you got to, and, and if you, you got to be a smart operator. So you got to know your data. You got to make sure you're building out your processes, and your systems and approaching this as a business. Like you are a business owner that just happens to be in real estate. And I wished I would have really, truly known those and grasped those, you know, uh, right out of the gate. Dude, that is so powerful. Um, and that's something that it took me a little while to grasp as well. When I look back to like my first couple of years in real estate, it was really just like 100% go without uh, really much thought about either what I've done or tracking data or looking ahead. So that's something that like I'm obsessed with right now is building actual businesses. Um, so that really hit home. Fucking love that. Okay, Joshua, where can people find you? Uh, pretty simple. GSDmode.com is kind of the hub. Um, and I got a bunch of free, you know, content training on there, free ebook, all of that stuff. You know, pretty much everything that I do is 100% free. Um, you can go to my YouTube channel, anyone on social media. If you just type in GSD mode or Joshua Smith GSD mode, you'll find me. Fuck yeah. Love it. Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Freaking loved having you. Your energy is contagious. Um, and listeners, if you want to hang with me, I am The Shelby Show on Instagram. And you know Aaron. It's Aaron Amuchasteki on Instagram also. And alrighty, that is it for today. So Joshua Smith, thank you so much for coming yeah, thank on you. the show. An honor. Ah, and Real Estate Rockstars, thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>